Shomrabyog. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the tiny room. Welcome back to On Shomrabyog. I am the Michael of Michael and Benjamin's podcast, and I am joined by the man who is in the way that Neil Gaiman will often write a character who is the the personification of a concept. I'm with the man who is the personification of being hungover. It's Ben. Hello. Good. Please leave me alone. Very good. But as a special treat for episode 112, Ben, we're not only joined by a drunken mess, we're also <laughs> drunk joined by the man who is so either manly or insecure that he refuses to be called a cowboy. It's the cow man, Shane Courtney. Mick, Ben, thanks for having me back to Tiny Talk Studios. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's not funny. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, ben, you want to do the theme music there? Theme music for the podcast. We don't actually have anything music. Very good. Uh, I'm glad you inhaled because if you exhaled, you would have been <laughs> poisoned by your alcohol. Breath. Everyone would be drunk. Benjamin, uh, yeah. we have Shane in because we're doing a special Cowman episode. Really? Uh, will I run with that joke? Is that funny? No, not really. <laughs> I, think we can, I, think, I think we can firmly leave offensive. that in the barn. Right, okay, we'll leave that alone. Cow fluid. Cow, ugh. 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 Gender fluid. Yeah. But with cows. Yeah, but very progressive, but also no. Cow, cow, cow milk. Anyway, Ben, yeah. you have sprung a surprise on us and said you want to tell us about a trailer for this week's news. I do. It's undone. It's a new animated trailer, very much in the style of a Scanner Darkly. Do you remember a Scanner Darkly when it came out? With Keanu Reeves. Yes, with Keanu Reeves, the I, internet's boyfriend. I do. I didn't like it. Well, it's very much in that it animation style. It. It's very much in that animation style, and it's Bob Odenkirk. And, oh, I do like Bob uh, Odenkirk. Yeah, he plays a dead father. And basically, there's a young woman who becomes unstuck in time. Oh. Um, but she has the opportunity of not having her father die. So his ghost is attempting to... How have they conveyed this much in a trailer? It's, it's amazing. Her, his uh, his You're ghost... You're struggling to convey this much with actual words. <laughs> his ghost is trying to guide her towards having him not die in the past because she can time travel. Who's Bob Odenkirk? Is that Saul from Better Call Saul? It is indeed. Yes. Who plays the young lady? I'm not sure, which is very sexist, misogynistic and forgetful. Classic bad. <laughs> well, that's pretty much my default setting. That's my uh, RPG character profile. Ben, be quiet for a second. Is this going to come out in the cinemas or is this going to be a Netflix? No, it's going to be in the Amazon Prime. Mm. And is this an existing property that has been redeveloped? No, it looks to be an original idea. So you've Shane. gathered that all from a trailer? It looks to be, well, I may have done a little bit of reading about it after the what trailer. What does the trailer look like? How much does the trailer get across of that? Or is it just The, the plot, it gets that across. It, it doesn't get anything of, of original concept across, no. But it gets the plot across. And is there a lot of across. explanatory dialogue in that trailer? No, it's, it's just pretty easy to follow once you get a sense of what's up okay yeah remember when you offered us the chance to watch that trailer and we said ah fuck it now you can just explain it <laughs> yeah you probably should have watched the trailer sounds <laughs> interesting yeah I didn't know it was going to be so complicated yeah. thought there'd be an explosion or two but it, it looks very good it, the animation style seems to really suit um, this kind of thing because obviously we've timey-wimey metaphysical stuff going on Ben was a scanner darkly nearly gave you a little kiss there was a scanner darkly um, an animated film it, not necessarily it was kind of an overlay I don't, I don't know if you call it an animated film it was just that style became very popular with um, a weird French documentary about waking dreams and I think a bunch of Hollywood people including Richard Linklater who later made a Scanner Darkly were kind of taken ah. in by this <laughs> you made it later yeah Richard Linklater yeah. yeah I wish I was that clever I'm just hung over so puns may occur I apologise um, those with footage make a movie practically unwatchable yeah you know if you want to make the audience uncomfortable and leave halfway through if that's your artistic decision I can imagine studios would be like no like the don't film do Johnny, that like the film Johnny Mnemonic yes well that was just unwatchable for other reasons yeah, it just wasn't very good I'd remember say, Johnny Mnemonic man I, well I wasn't around for Johnny Mnemonic but I did have a Johnny Mnemonic t-shirt for my uncle <laughs> good, good trivia, Ben. That's real. Uh, oh, solid, ben, solid when the Michael and Benjamin's podcast quiz comes out at the end of this run, that's going to be one of the questions. <laughs> <laughs> what property did Ben's uncle buy him a T-shirt for? Very good. Look, lads, listen, come here. The real reason we're here is to talk about the film Hobson Shaw. Is it? Yes. Look, Ben. I'm starting every sentence with look for some reason. Ben, despite your protestations and your negative attitude towards it. It's doing reasonably well. <laughs> you 
negative attitude. Yeah. I've had nothing against Hobson Shaw. Your famously negative attitude. It, well, my negative attitude is quite famous, but I've had nothing to point towards Hobson Shaw. I'm quite a fan of Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Jason Statham. Jason the Rock Statham. <laughs> Jason the Pebble Statham. Yeah, that's good. Um, From Transporter 1, where he did that thing with the pedals. Yeah. Did yeah. he throw pebbles at people? No, pedals. Pebbles. Oh, I'm going with pedal. He said pebble. No, he said pebble because yeah. the rock, like a small a pebble. Over. Yeah, words aren't really forming <laughs> properly there. No, I nailed it. You just can't hear. It's just, it's just, you know. Oh, is this getting aggro now? Yeah, it's getting, it's getting a bit aggro. Come at me. Getting a bit aggro up in here, like the rock and Jason Statham. <laughs> Shane has a very high-powered torch, which he's now shining in Ben's face, and Ben's hung over. I deserve that. Ben is it's going a- to retch. I'm going ben. to teach Ben like you would a, an errant puppy with this torch. <laughs> What, what are we talking about? Cobbs yes. and Shaw. Cobbs and Shaw. Cobbs and Shaw. Cobbs and Shaw. Cobbs and Shaw, Ben. It's doing Cops and Law. Keep, please, keep running with this. Please continue. It's doing reasonably well. It's made something like 70 million. Yeah. Which is about a standard opening for a uh, Fast and Furious movie of the modern era. I think it's had one of the better openings of the Fast and Furious. I think it's fifth. Is it? Yeah. Well, that's not great. It's not great. Like, some of uh, those were crap. Some of them weren't very good. They ended up in like extra vision straight to DVD bin. Yeah. Tokyo well, Drift. Tokyo Drift is a great Tokyo film. Tokyo Drift was brilliant. I'm talking film, about that ben. one where they introduced Ludacris. That's two, That's isn't two. it? That's real poor. That's two with uh, Eva Mendes. They lost their way completely. Oh, Eva Mendes. Two and three are forgettable. <laughs> ben, please don't become aroused sitting this close to me hungover. <laughs> it's very unsettling. Sorry. Um, what were we talking about? <clears throat> yeah, about 70 million. But... Unlike the other Fast and Furiouses, Fast and Furii, is that, is that a Latin word? No. Uh, unlike the other Fasts and Furiouses, Fast and Furiouses, it <laughs> is, in fact, much more expensive. It was something like $350 million to make the bloody thing. Yeah. So it needs to make a lot more money to do, to do well. It will do well, though. It will. It I will mean, do well. But it's not going to do... Well, it'll get a sequel. Yeah. Hobbs and Shaw and Dingle. Berry. Is his name Dinkleberry? Dinkle? Is it Dinkle? Is yeah. that his name? Shane, we've seen it. We have. I haven't. Ben, you were too too busy in your bacchanalia. <laughs> so you didn't get a Ben's chance to see it. has been on a weekend long bender. <laughs> <laughs> Putting the Ben back in bender. That's very good. Hey. That's very good. Hey, that's pretty good. That's, so ben, that's pretty good. You right. haven't seen it, so Ben, I think the most amusing thing will be for you to tell us what you think happens in the film. Okay, yeah. so... The only thing that has stuck out to me from the trailer is Idris Elba saying I'm Black Superman, which yeah. I found very entertaining. He does say that. He yeah, does. Good. That's good. So basically, yes. Hobbs, yeah. the big lad, yeah. and Shaw, yeah. the little fella. He's not that small. He constantly wears jackets, though. Yeah, it's no matter how hot it is. Look, he's styled in a particular way. He's got an image to upkeep. But basically, the, the two lads don't get along yeah. from previous films where Shaw of Hobbs and Shaw has murdered several friends of Hobbs from Hobbs and Shaw. Now, we had a philosophical conversation about this the other day. Everyone who Deckard Shaw... It's Deckard, isn't it? Yeah. I thought it was Dexter for a while. No. But it's everyone who Deckard Shaw murders... Yes. ...is an international criminal. Yes. Technically. Yeah. Like, they're good egg international criminals. But they kill a lot of people in this movie who probably also had families. Yeah. There's a lot of death going around. Does that make them a bad and guy? A lot well, of these people were principled as well. Mm. They were doing it for a reason. Yeah. This is Ethics 101, lads. We're Not reason the German chocolate sweet. Oh, I would like one of those right now. They weren't paying... I that's They weren't paying the lads in reasons. Oh, good. <laughs> well, that would be an unusual payment system, Michael. A delicious payment Although they system. are inflation-proof, I hear. I hear yeah, it's a uh, great investment. Based on the Roman system of salt, <laughs> which gives us the origin of the word salary bin. <laughs> also worth your weight in salt um, But yeah, anyway yeah, The two lads Yeah, the two boys Come up against a brand new threat Yeah And the brand new threat is Idris Elba being a badass um, Who gets who gets an old superhuman injection Or a series of superhuman injections um, And he goes out and he's very naughty Bye uh, And so the lads get together And it's they Swirling, is it? <laughs> And they have to stop them, but they don't want to work together initially, Michael, because uh, they're they're enemies. They, yeah, they've had now spat in the past. Do you think there might be a sexy lady in it as well? Yeah, it's it's only Deckard Shaw's sister. Yeah, sure, it's only that. And I'm assuming the Rock gets gets a bit of a, a fancy on for and and the the awkwardness of you looking at my sister. Yeah, no, that was very good. Sister. Do more of a mouth shape. Yeah, look, he talks out of the side of his mouth. Oh, yeah. 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 
You're looking at my sister. No, he's lost it. No, lost it. Okay. Anyway, but then... uh, fucked out of London for that. (laughs) Then Dwayne The Rock Johnson is like, no, I'm not looking at your sister. No, 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 I'm not your sister. No, he does, You've lost it there. We're going to interrupt every time you get it wrong to keep you on track so that you don't just, like... Um, freestyle cool I'm looking, forward to, I'm, I'm looking forward to that um, so anyway the two lads don't get along yeah. um, we have a classic uh, come up against it and they realise oh man we're going to need a bigger boat yeah. except it's not a bigger boat it's a, a bigger arsenal of weapons and things like that yeah. and so they travel they have they have an L whooping they get a whooping or there's some kind of corruption that's happened yeah. in the agency that Hobbs works for and he can't do it anymore and they have to go to an island in Hawaii Samoa. 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 Yeah. Sorry, my apologies. Brown people. Brown there you people. go. Yeah. Uh, and they have to go to an island where his family is. And it turns out he's from a family of badasses. Yeah. And they have weapons in a shed somewhere. Yeah. And they go old school to take out the new tech hero who is Idris Elba. Yeah, that's pretty much, it. Um, pretty much it. And then it all works out. And I'm assuming Idris Elba somewhere along the line becomes their friend. Because that's how the Fast and Furious movie seem to work. <laughs> no. Not really. The- <laughs> There's one or two things you've forgotten. You forgot Ryan Reynolds. Sorry, <laughs> no, you forgot yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, amazing! Really, it was a shock to us as well. Oh, excellent! Ryan Reynolds essentially plays Deadpool. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's a, it's a very strange twist for some reason. Is like, he, is I mean, he a baddie or a goodie? He's a goodie. Oh, good. You'll be hard pressed to remember that The Rock work now works for DSS. DSS, Mister Nobody. Um, kind of vibes. Kurt Russell yeah Kurt Russell but like nobody really cared what government department he worked for yeah he's just a big but man with the they truck. went out of their way in this one to go DSS have loaned you to us the CIA and I am Ryan Reynolds representing the CIA yeah it's weird that Ryan Reynolds works for the CIA it's yeah. not Ryan it's not the actor of Ryan Reynolds it's a character that could Reynolds, be that would be Ryan real Reynolds cool oh I was really excited who would, who would suspect him no one would suspect him but he's a perfect mole <laughs> He, he plays Deadpool though he's just having fun with it he's just freewheeling he's just cracking jokes and yeah, that's just Ryan Reynolds character from start to finish mm-hmm. Hitman's Bodyguard great film yeah, um, very enjoyable we'll watch a sequel yeah it's, it's getting one excellent it's on the way Hitman's Bodyguard was probably better than this yes do you reckon there's lots of things that were better than this yes oh. like make, this, make a list of them there Shane um, that time I had to turn my head and cough yeah that was good that was, that was the highlight yeah, of the podcast that. Um, you know when you get an itch that's been hard to reach on your back but then yeah. you find a nice door frame or something I think you're thinking of dogs or bears no dogs are definitely bears. better than this <laughs> or bears from Disney's Jungle Book it's uh, it's fine it's fine like if somebody sat down and wrote a list of all the things that a Fast and the Furious movie should have this has them all I it doesn't have as much exploitation just, of sexy ladies as you no. would expect oh yeah I got real upset about that yeah but I wasn't going to throw a strop about my, you know, <laughs> longing for exploitation of sexy ladies. It's very sexless as yeah. a film. And like, that's not bad. That's, that's, the Rock goes out of his way to highlight how competent the yeah. sexy lady is and how she shouldn't be judged just for being a sexy lady. Yeah, and then talks about how well endowed he is and how he's going to let her climb that mountain. Yeah, well, he's over and over and, and over. over. But, yeah, lar- uh, very sexless, very innocent. Yeah. As Hollywood films kind of seem to be going these days. Yeah, not yeah. a single sexy yeah. lady dropped a handkerchief to start a race. No, and even the the kiss was a, a peck on the lips. Yeah. Oh. A little innocent Very peck on reserved. The lips. Yeah. Not very little exploitation at all. There's one funny right. bit where Jason Statham meets a sexy lady and she instantly just throws the head in for a, yeah. a long and sensuous kiss. And basically it's the moment that says, no homo. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry, don't okay. worry. Jason okay. Statham character is not gay, just in I case laughed. you were worried. Just in case you might have thought that. Yeah, like, you know, he couldn't go an entire movie without some young one throwing herself at him. Yeah, that's good. That was good. That but was she is also a competent lady. Yes. All ladies are competent. All well, ladies. I mean, that's important, well, lads. No, wait, wait, no. What? Do you want to tell the story of how it ended up not just being the two of us and the three of us <laughs> at the cinema? In terms of confidence <laughs> and ladies making their mind I don't up. know. Do I want to tell that story? I don't know. It's too late now. We've oh, bloody hell. Okay, yeah. so the three of us decided to go. The three being... Me, Shane, and my good lady friend. Your good lady friend. And my good lady friend had quite a busy day, so she said, I don't want... I, I can't go until half past eight. Does this paint your good lady friend in a poor light? It paints her in a ladylike light. Well, then we should probably... A very have. accurate light. <laughs> anyway, This look, thing actually happened. It was... We were going at half past eight. Right. She said... To suit her... To suit, I, I have a busy day, but I would like to see it. Can we go at half past eight? Shane and I said, that doesn't suit us terribly because we're free much earlier in the day. But yes, we'll gladly wait. It came to seven o'clock and I said, I shall book tickets now. And my good lady friend said, actually, I don't want to go anymore. You can go. 
Oh, for God's sake, we've been waiting all day. Could have gone an hour ago. I'll go now. So I booked tickets for half past seven. And then she said, actually, I would like to go. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to book another ticket. Hi, lady half friend. Seven. Love you. <laughs> um, anyway, what are we talking about? Hobson Shaw. Hobson Shaw. Um, by the way, I would just like to point out that Shane saying that people sat down and wrote a list and then checked off the boxes is how every Fast and Furious movie has been yeah. made. Yeah, that's how bloody movies are yeah. made, let's be honest. That's how we're going to do it. That's how we're going to do it later. We're doing it. But look, the main disappointment of Hobson Shaw was the banter. Yeah, very forced. Very forced oh, no. banter. Yeah. There's not a lot of chemistry in dialogue scenes between The Rock and Jason Statham. I think they could have chemistry if they weren't so concerned with one-upping each other and... Being the badass. If one of them just said, I'm going to lose this encounter. Yeah. You know, not even yeah. physically, because those articles came out earlier this week where like they had a points thing and uh, nobody can take it. Did you see any of these? No. Go on, Shane. Oh, um, the Fast and the Furious. Nobody wants to be any less of an alpha male. So if... It's like Vin, this podcast. Yeah. If Vin Diesel got punched... I'm perfectly okay being less of an alpha male. If Vin Diesel <laughs> got punched, he had to deliver two punches back. If The Rock got knocked down, he had to get up straight away. Like, petty things. I think in this movie, where The Rock gets knocked down at one stage, they had to revisit it so that he didn't end up on his back. He just got knocked down onto his ass. So he wasn't fully out. Any damage that they took, they had to deliver more back to the non-named characters and equal to the actual yeah. named characters. Is is this an inter-actor competition? Yeah. Or is this something that the script demands? No. Interactor. Well, it's something it that was the in their contract. The yeah. It got to the stage where Vin Diesel was like, "Well, one punch is equal, or three punches is equal to a roundhouse kick," and he had this whole like little graph thing done out, so you could look at how a fight was choreographed and arrive at a numerical value, and then the other person's fight couldn't go any better. And the studio went, "Ah, Vincent, that's <laughs> shite." Ah, Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio is in it. That's why he's not in it. He got kicked out. He got kicked yeah, out because he's too alpha. Yeah. That sounds yeah. very sad. That's it a is, very weird but system. It felt like the same was happening with the banter and the dialogue. Yeah. Right. You know, the dial um Kevin Hart shows up briefly. And Kevin Hart is the butt of every joke. So they both had gay, great chemistry with him because <laughs> they both had gay chemistry with Kevin Hart. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, and that's cool. It's, it's fine. fine. I'm just 2019. It's 2019. But uh because somebody's prepared to lose the interaction, somebody's prepared to be funny as yeah. the butt of a joke. Kevin Hart will do it. When you've two guys like The Rock and Jason Statham warily eyeing each other across some stiff banter, it it's a bit stiff. Yeah. So can I can I hazard a guess here? Based on, on previous data that you've provided to this podcast, would The Rock win nine times out of ten against Jason Statham on sheer size difference? Or He's pretty big. Is it a know, real alpha competition? I don't know how well Jason Statham... Does Jason Statham do jiu-jitsu or he, MMA? He, I, I think does, he does a jiu-jitsu. He's, he's on our list. I think Jason Statham... Would, it, it would be... I think it would be an interesting fight in I, I, real life. I, my money would be on The Rock, but yeah. it wouldn't be a... A crushing. Wouldn't be an easy win. No. Is what you're saying. I don't think Jason Statham is that much of a physical threat. No. I think Jason... He's stocky. To be fair, he's not. both old. Jason both Statham, very I think, old, very, so. very light. Is he? I think so. Okay. Jason Statham was an Olympic diver who kind of mm. did a bit of bench pressing for the Transporter movies and can throw a kick or two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, That's the about... Gonna, the Rock is going to quit. Now, he's done some jujitsu and seems to be, I'd say, a bit more nimble than The Rock is now. Mm-hmm. The Rock has given up the nimbleness of his prime, where he used to do a kip up and yeah. a you know a bit of a, a flip. But like, if The Rock got you and just kind of held on for a while, <laughs> just keeping out barrel. <laughs> Plus, I think The Rock is probably more used to being battered around the head. What with his previous kind of football, yeah, he played football yeah. in his teens. He played it all through college, like that's what sent Did him he? to college. And okay. then he tried a professional career and failed, failed miserably. Okay, so. Like, I mean, he describes it as a rags to riches story where he put Not in a hard Terry work. Cruz. But essentially his family and his good friend, uh, Vincent McMahon, got him into wrestling and that sort of him out. Huh. Vincent D'Onofrio got him into wrestling? Yes. Oh, good for him. Everyone's called Vincent. Yeah. yeah. Vincent well, Diesel, Vincent McMahon, Vincent, Vincent D'Onofrio. Can we please call Vin Diesel Vincent Diesel on this podcast from now on? I would really like that to be a permanent so the change. The amusing thing is that's not even his name. No. His name's Philip or something. Yeah, it's something entirely banal. Terry. Only only someone like Vin Diesel would think that Diesel was a cool second name. Diesel Aussie. is a cool second name. <laughs> Diesel was definitely a cool second name when he picked it. Yeah. Vin Diesel is the coolest name ever. It, I want to be called 
Mick Diesel. Mick Tesla. <laughs> Mick Charging Station. Yeah. Mick Solar Power. I will be Shane Pendragon. <laughs> that actually works quite well. Speaking of, Idris Elba was a bit underutilised. He was. Why did Pendragon remind me of... English. Was he called Pendragon in something? Not that I'm aware of. I think he might have been a King one? Arthur. What was the one where point? he was called something Holocaust? Jesus. What was the one? Oh, St- Pen- Stacker. Stacker Pentecost. Yeah. That's, the one, that's what made what me think of it. Striker Pentecost. Stri- was it Striker, Striker or Stacker? Is it, is it not Stacker? It oh, was this fucking... Specific Jim. Specific Jim. Specific Jim. <laughs> Specifically our friend Jim. It's Specific Rim, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who aren't. <laughs> that was very good. That was a much better use of... Idris Idris Elba's range He does a good booming loudness He's like this generation's Pacino He was really underutilised in this film I felt Anyway look That's enough bloody talking about bloody Hobbs and Shaw Is is it better or worse than 2019's Godzilla King of Monsters? Uh, It's probably a bit better It's more enjoyable Okay, But this is a film that if you enjoyed all of the other Fast and the Furious movies I think you'll go in and go Yeah That's fine That's fine if you have a particular type of fragile masculinity, you go in and go, yeah, I like the way neither of them ever lost a banter match. Yeah, or, oh, not, yeah. or neither of them were gay. I'll go on Rotten Tomatoes. and They were very clearly not homosexual. Oh, yeah. That is what I enjoyed about the film. Okay. That kind of thing. And okay. you'll probably rate it highly. If you haven't enjoyed a Fast and the Furious movie, this is not going to convert you. Mm, yeah, no. No, it is. <laughs> no. You will actually come out of it and go, that was terrible. Is this what is this what the rest of them are like? I yeah. won't be watching those. Yeah. Said several thousand good lady friends across the country. Yeah, and then moments later change their mind once tickets have been booked. <laughs> um, look, listen, I still... Uh, I didn't like the accent Vanessa Kirby was doing. I don't like the accent that they've been forced into to pretend they're like from the same part of London that Statham is from. Neither v- Vanessa Kirby nor Helen Mirren do it convincingly. No. Does Helen Mirren play his mum? She does. She does. Excellent. She plays his mum, innit? She's in, she's in the lockup. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't worry about me, love. I can get out of here anytime I want. If I want to get out of here. <laughs> and that's why we let me do accents on the podcast. That's, and my, bloody, <laughs> that's my bloody London Helen Mirren accent, innit? <laughs> I'm going to get out of this prison if I want to get out of prison. Straight off the stage of the old Vic. It is, it is a fascinating mix of Scottish and Chinese. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's not like Scottish or Chinese. Don't know what you're talking about, mate. Anyway, look. Yeah, Vanessa Kirby for Catwoman. Hashtag Vanessa Kirby for Catwoman. You're like the world's worst Keith Lemon. Look. And Keith Lemon is already shit. <laughs> Don't worry, don't worry about it, mate. We'll get out of this clink. No bother. Yeah. Force. Yeah, mate. Bring fuck. me a cake. Cake. There's a cake with fucking file in it, you fucking cock. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Word for word, word reenactment of that scene <laughs> That's right what there. That's she says, yeah. yeah. So as we forget that that ever happened, uh, we're going to move on to yeah. this week's main topic, ladies and gentlemen. Last week, we, we gave you a little teaser for it. We're going to be pitching a, a, a movie. Didn't so much give a uh, teaser as stumbled blindly into it and yeah. said, let's do an episode on that. It was planned. It was definitely planned from the start. Shane just didn't understand the subtle the subtle planning of it all. Uh, he might be right, but we're not going to let him know that. We're going to be looking at Brave Star. Brave Star. The wonderful 80s cartoon. 80s? You ask me. You do the setup and ask me, because I know you're guessing. Sorry, Mick. What even is Brave Star? There you go. Brave Star, Ben. Ben, on the planet New Texas. <laughs> Which is hilarious. <laughs> no, hold on. I've gotten that wrong. I've done the wrong introduction. Ben, in a distant time and a faraway place... The planet New Texas floats deep in space. Nice. Land of three suns. Wow. Yeah, now sky with three suns. Land of precious ore, Ben. Okay. The Kerium Rush brought outlaws by the score. Mm. Yeah. But then one day a lawman appeared with the powers of eagle, of hawk, wolf, puma and bear. Mm. Marshall Bravestar. <gasps> Brave star. It's actually much higher pitched. Brave star. I can't do my pitch today. But yeah, that's Brave Star. Brave Star Ben is a 1987 filmation series. Mm. Uh, Ben, you can fill us in on what other things filmation did. No, I can't. I don't have a list. He Man. He Man, -Man, of course. She Ra. She Ra. The show Shazam. Remember we watched Shazam? Shazam! Yeah, that the Ghostbusters, not the real Ghostbusters. The no, the cartoon Ghostbusters. No, the, the Ghost other Bu- one. The other one with the, the two lads and the chimp. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gorilla? Of course. Don't really remember. I think he was a gorilla. Anyway, short lived and not very popular. I'm sure it was the art director of the Ghostbusters who went and did Bravestar. 
It was because the villain from Brave Star was designed as a Ghostbusters character. Yeah. And he was the he was the inspiration for the series. They designed the villain Tex Hex because he's from Texas and he's evil. <gasps> and like all Texans. <gasps> I don't think we have any Texan listeners. I think there was a shooting no, in Texas just, today. Shut up. Well, we're not yeah. Ohio. We're not we're not getting any Texas listeners now. <laughs> no, okay. They'll be more occupied anyway. Um Oh <laughs> the news. They're not going to be Mick, listening to no. this, is what I'm saying. No, Mick. What's so shit? that wraps it up there, folks. Uh, uh, if anybody from that's Texas it from the tiny room forever. We're done now. Was there shooting in Texas today? Yeah, at a Walmart. Oh no. Yeah, it's oh. a bit it's one oh, of those American news stories. That's, that's a bit on the nose, horrible. isn't it, when we're trying to talk about Texas today? We're talking oh, about New God Texas. Sake, yeah. New Texas. The planet New Texas. So, it was a Filmation series. Filmation had had a series of hits, Ben, with Masters of the Universe and She-Ra. She-Ra. And like all of those, uh, the Brave Star was designed first and foremost, Ben... To sell toys. Very good. You've deafened the listeners there, but yes, to sell toys. Booming. Um, the Brave Star toys, Ben. <laughs> it, they were they were unusual. They were bigger than others. Well, they that's, were. That's interesting. They were eight-inch toys. Ben and I are now casting our eyes around the room. For an eight-incher. I don't have any Brave Stars. Yeah, Mick has no Brave Stars. I don't have any Brave Star toys. We, listeners, if getting... anybody would like to send... If anyone wants to donate a, a classic yeah, 1980s send it to Tiny Star. Talks Mick's birthday is at some point during the calendar year, so if anyone would like to tell us where we could get some Brave Star toys for Mick to eBay. add to the tiny room. Just get them on eBay. But anyway, look... So casually. Brave Star, despite being easily the best of those Filmation productions, wasn't a huge hit. Oh No. Um, it, it it faded a little bit into, it was kind of the end of Filmation really it was one of their last mainstream oh. series and then they kind of wrapped up after that because they wasn't making the money that they needed but Ben looking back on it it's actually pretty good it is because I've been watching a few episodes this week have you? in prep oh you're doing this are you? it's yeah, this yeah. part of the podcast this is part of the podcast <laughs> you're not even talking in the mic anymore this part you? of the podcast there you go uh, it's uh, what was I saying? You've watched a few episodes. I've watched a few episodes. <laughs> Hidden Miss, obviously. Yeah. And aimed more at the child mind than your highly advanced adult mind. Exactly, yes. That's a push. There, it ha- <laughs> like, that's a bit much now. Like every filmation series. Ben's getting fighty. <laughs> You're like Hobbs or Shaw over here. Yeah, I fucking kick you, I kick you in the head, you sap. You, you, you fucking dick. Um, it's a... Uh, Hobbs and Shaw would be so much better if they just resorted to name calling. <laughs> I think Hobbs and Shaw would be better if they'd cast me as Jason Statham. <laughs> yeah. I'll fucking kick you in the head, you fucking son of a bitch. Uh, oh, oh. I don't know. I'm swearing more than Ben now. Yeah, you are. It's it's weird. What happens when I'm from London? It's uncomfortable. What was I saying? There's a moral at the end of every episode. So there's a 20 minute uh, series of happenings Because you couldn't simply advertise to children As you explained last week on the podcast Michael You had to, to, you had to include some kind of, of moral tale Some cautionary And you know what's interesting about it Surprisingly respectful of Native American culture That is wow. surprising Yeah. Now Go on You say surprisingly respectful Yeah In an absolute sense was it respectful Or for something called Marshall Bravestar Brave where there's a character star. called Shaman. Yeah. Was it just surprisingly respectful? Surprisingly respectful. Okay. Not the way that respectful. when Ben goes out, he's surprisingly respectful of women, but not respectful <laughs> in an absolute sense. Yes. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, um, if you wanted to be fully respectful, you probably just wouldn't make it. Okay, good. Because you wouldn't exploit other cultures for f- financial gain. Oh, but what we're doing... And our pitch is to help promote the culture. And exactly. Good. Yeah. Yes, we've yeah. consulted yeah, we're not with our Native American friends. Ben. And they're fine with this. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's, uh, Ben's Native American name is Stinky Horse. <laughs> fucking Stinky Horse, innit? <laughs> fucking stink of him. Fucking kick him in the head. <laughs> this has gone off the rails already. Yeah. Uh, we're half an hour in. We haven't even started. So anyway. Just- the whole point is, it's bloody well time for a Brave Star revival. It is. It's time. Ben, it's There's time. a property. We've got <laughs> actors who've got nothing to do. Yeah. Let's throw some cocaine at this and get the script done. Exactly. Right? Speaking of, Shane has brought cocaine. He hasn't. He hasn't. No, he hasn't. There's, there's nothing here. It's bloody nine in the morning. It's, uh, <laughs> I am very hungover. I would, I would just... Ben's hungover. It's more alcohol. It would be really nice. Ben, that sounds like you have... Yeah. Okay, let's replace the podcast with an intervention. <laughs> yeah. Intervention for Ben. Ben... An intervention oh, for More them. alcohol isn't the solution. Are you sure? Yeah. Counselling, maybe. 
But to quote every kitsch on the nose board outside a pub, alcohol is a solution. Yeah. Oh. So we're talking about Bravestar. Oh, I'm sighing audibly. We're going around. I can't sigh like that because it would fumigate you. We're going back. <laughs> we're get, talking about Bravestar now. <laughs> okay. So the reason we've we've flown uh, the cowman Shane Courtney in is he is our resident cowboy expert. He is. Uh, for fans of the podcast, long-time fans of the podcast, you will know that Mick and Shane had their own Western episode of the podcast. Did we? Um, oh, yeah, we talked when about I was, yeah, Lord Jesse Wales. When I was unavailable. Among other things. Um, and it's a very good episode, and you should go back and you should listen to it. Which episode was that, Ben? Uh, I, I'd love to know, but it says Western in the title, so go have a look. Oh, does it? Okay, yeah. good. So, here's the thing, right? Here's my proposal. We're going to make a Brave Star film. Yay. But, my... Frame of reference, the f- type of film I know most about is the superhero film. True. And I know a lot about the plotting and the character arcs and the, the genres of a superhero film. So I'm going to propose to you a very basic outline for a superhero film about Brave Star. Mm. But I would like, Ben, you're going you're gonna to make some character points and themes and whatnot. I love a theme. And Shane, you make sure it's a goddamn Western. Gotcha. See what I'm saying? See yeah. what we're doing? Okay. I have suggested. Yeah. Um, that only people who have previously been in westerns should be allowed to be in this movie. That's an interesting idea. Which doesn't limit us hugely in terms of our actor selection. Are okay. we are we talking also modern westerns? Yes. Western inspired? Well, it can't be dead yeah. people then. I think this is like, this is going to have a feel of an updated serenity. Well, serenity is one of the touch points. Yeah. I was thinking that the, the kind of reference points of this are serenity. Yes. Captain America... The first Avenger. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. They're, they're my two kind of... That's where the tone, I think, should be. Yeah. Somewhere between those two. Uh, and you'll see what I mean in it when, we, when, we, when we go in. I think that's very solid. So, we, this information, this is background information for the film. This probably won't be mentioned in the film. Okay. Right? But this is for... This will be in the production Bible. The idea is, it's the distant future, mm-hmm. the year 2000. <laughs> no? Okay. So it's the distant future. Tumbleweed there. <laughs> yeah, it was a tumbleweed. <laughs> for the Western theme. <laughs> Some people will find that funny. It's the very distant future, right? And humanity has spread through... Spread... I can't say that, Shane. Would you say spread that? Spread through the galaxy. Yes, thank you very much. Then, through... Uh, the fact of living on a variety of different planets mm. and genetic engineering, mm. humanity has splintered into many, many different offshoots. Nice. Some of them look wholly alien, and some of them look like human-animal hybrid things. His horse! For example, there's a race of kind of horse-like people, and there's a race of kind of coyote-like people. But there are also people that look... The... So basically what you end up with is... A kind of mix of people, not unlike a Star Wars, for example, or a background scene from a Guardians of the Galaxy. Nice. But no one ever says aliens. There are no aliens in this universe. Very humanist, very... Everything comes from Earth, but... And if, like Ben, you were into furries, you could probably go after one of those coyote people and perfectly... Yeah, there's nothing weird there. If anything, this is a paradise. It's all fine. It's going to lead to some nice cosplay. Yeah, it's all fine. Uh... And anyway, you'll see why we've gone that way in the end. Here's the point. Well, Ben already sees why. Well, I know why I've gone that way. (laughs) So, here's the thing. Uh, Some catastrophe has, or maybe not even a catastrophe, but just attrition has meant that humanity isn't a unified force. And so much, not even necessarily schism, just so much time has passed and interstellar distances are so vast that humanity has forgotten its origins on Earth. So you can kind of almost forget about Earth. It almost gives you a Star Wars-esque universe, but with, for some reason, furries. Yes. <laughs> right? Basically is what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is a Star Wars-esque universe, but for some reason, furries. Okay. Perfect. And no aliens. And everyone can understand each other, and everyone is biologically compatible. Nice. Right? So I've been watching the cartoon Brave Star, mm-hmm. and it's set on New Texas... Mm-hmm. And New Texas has a mineral called kerium. And kerium is a kind of super fuel that has caused a gold rush or a kerium rush that attracts uh, all sorts of bandits. And New Texas is a kind of frontier town. That's nice. why it's all Western. The problem is 
it might be worth watching uh, HBO's Deadwood in advance of this. Right, go on. Just because that's pretty much what's happening, is it? It's a bit late now. Well, no, they have the recent we're, movie. We're pitching now. Yeah, it? but like, I mean, we'll watch it before we meet the Hollywood execs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry, before we make the big books. Like, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Like, we're just spitballing here. Nobody's going to listen to this. <laughs> all I'm, all I'm, all I'm <laughs> saying is... 600 people. Wow! I'm not, I'm not budging on the furry thing. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how much money or cocaine they throw at us. Furries are in. We will okay? take this to Sony if Fox won't have it. <laughs> if Fox won't have it, we'll take... I would love to see... Into the Spider-Verse animation team tackle our Brave Star reboot as an animated oh, classic. If we, uh, if we give it what to What rating Fox, are we shooting for? Well, I, I think, I think uh, like a kind of MCU rating. Okay. Um, so PG-13? PG-13, one okay. fuck. Or a load of shits. Yeah. Um, the worst thing about the Brave Star cartoon is the prairie people. The, prairie, the little noisy kind of things. Gophery, yeah. They're kind of gophery. They're gophery people with big buck front teeth they're the natives of the planet Kerium so they're aliens mm. and we're not doing aliens in this plot so they're gone they're kind of gone we don't have to hit everything that was in a exactly. cartoon so get rid of the prairie people the prairie people are pretty much gone but you do need local miners yeah can and I suggest on. one quick casting choice for one of the prairie people the one we that just, hangs around with Bravestar yeah, I know, I know because I want to get it out of the way because right, I'm not going to do it again Danny DeVito no, I'd love to out. see Danny he's DeVito as a person. We're, we're not having an annoying, I, weaselly little. I don't man. think Danny DeVito could do the accent required to be one of the Prairie people. And the accents not. are very stereotypical. I mean, yeah. they're not they're not a patch on my London accent. No, but very few things are, Michael. No, it's, it's great, my London accent. In here's a box of fags. <laughs> um, right. So. What, what am I doing? <laughs> right. So the Prairie people are largely gone. They've been replaced by. A somewhat Native American offshoot of humans, so a kind of a darker, not not like African dark, but a darker skinned human race. Okay, Some species. What do you call them? Race. I'm, I'm talking in the futuristic world, not actual Native race. Americans. Race. Okay, so tribe, a darker you wanna... tribe, whatever, and they're native to this planet in so they've much as they've been longest. there for a long, longest. Yeah, and uh, they have their own culture built up around the magic and the power of this mineral. Okay. Okay. Right. So again, that's all background. That doesn't happen in the film. The film starts with a a shaman type character. Are we just going to call him shaman? We could call him shaman. I haven't really thought about the casting for him. The surely, first... surely you give him a definite article in the modern age. The shaman. The shaman. And he I think would... if we're going to go with shaman, like who better than Scott Glenn? I was thinking Scott Glenn actually for someone else. Oh, okay. Because uh, he's been in westerns. He I takes know. that box. Yeah. So I was thinking that he would be played by the Indian guy from that episode of Westworld. Oh, he lost interest in Westworld. You're gonna have, have to you seen that episode? That oh, is this the, the one where he's he's supposed to find the the maze thing, and it's the old Indian guy who kind of gives him the secret? Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd make that. We should probably learn his name. I'll go yeah, learn. His you name. learn his name. So. This guy is trying to stop someone. As it turns out, Shane, it's Scott Glenn. Oh. He's trying to stop Scott Glenn from entering this sacred place. And Scott Glenn is like, no, you've got something in here that we want, you son of a bitch, get out of the way. Zan McLernan. Yeah, he's good. Zan McLernan is the name of that gentleman. Yeah, that's a pretty good call. That's a, that's a good call. All right. Yeah, live with that. So Scott Glenn has shown up. With a little bit of an army, not an army, a bunch of a ragtag bunch of outlaws, essentially, yeah. including one kind of sexy snake lady, ooh, played by the delightful uh, Sasha Lulls from yeah. the, from the movie Anna. We yeah. saw it two weeks ago, Shane. Yeah, she was the main I the main character in it. I'm just struggling to think of her back catalogue and what western she's been in. <laughs> I think she's out, Mick. Oh no! Well, who would we get to play a sexy snake lady then? Sexy snake lady. Um, who was in Westworld that was sexy? Uh, Evan Rachel Wood, but that uh, no, she, she doesn't. She might be a bit too lady. big. I almost argued that um, Sasha Lowell's. No, Sasha Lowell, to be fair, Anna only came out like two years after, so she might have been in a western in the meantime. There's a chance. Might, yeah, we could have a look. We'll have a look. We won't rule her out yet. <laughs> anyway. stuff seems to be delayed. So he's going in there and there's resistance from the shaman trying to stop him. But, you know, the classic, he classic. brings in the heavies. Yeah. He's got the snake, sexy snake lady. Get him out of the way. Exactly. Are we going pure mysticism or mysticism crossed with science a la Thor or... Yeah, more mysticism crossed with science. Carrium has properties. Exactly. There's something has sprung up and you might have a bit of oh, a... This is Scotland. 
Yeah. Mm. Like, how did you not know who Scott Glenn was? It took me a second. We talk about I'm, Scott Glenn nearly every episode. I'm very hungover. Remember, I thought Scott he died. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You did. But then he didn't. Scott Glenn has defeated death itself. <laughs> I was actually worried about Scott Glenn, yeah. thinking we probably want a sequel to this. But anyway, so Scott Glenn and his heavies force their way in, and the shaman's like, "You can't go in there. It's special. It's special. It's important for our tribe." And he's like, "No, look, I'm going to get this bloody ore. Carry it's just him. an ore, you, you, you dick." So do they have special carry him? No, this is the really only source carrium? of carrium. It's like the planet Arrakis. Oh, okay. It's the only like source of the yeah, spice, okay. spice melange. Spice was flow. flow. Yeah, so he forces his way in anyway. And the the, the shaman's like, no, you can't go in there. You're, gonna, you're doing it all wrong. And he's like, no, I'm not doing it all wrong. I'm going to get it. And he sees the carrium sticking out and it's glowing and stuff. And he tries to reach up and pay it. And it explodes. <gasps> and it blows back on him. And Bit of an action set piece to open. Is there a bit of a tussle? Oh yeah, there'd be a bit of a tussle, but I mean, he's a shaman. He's more. Yeah, of a yeah. Wise well, I'm more looking at is the pacing of this. Like, we want this to open. Scott Glenn shows up. Yeah. We're not really too sure what's going on. We haven't set too much of a scene. Mm-hmm. Scott Glenn's forces tussle with the shaman. Yeah. Because the shaman used some cool moves, but ultimately it's too late. Because ultimately, Scott Glenn's already gone in. Yeah. So it's not yeah. that he lost the fight because he has a yeah. contract. Yeah. But explosion, and, and then I'm thinking now. like cuts to some years down the road. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's the idea. And then some years down the road, we find out, and we'll that say stuff like down the road. Yeah, because because it's a western. Yeah, and then we find out some years down the road that Scott Glenn has been scarred horribly, and has be, people call him Tex Hex now. Oh, I see what you've done, Michael. See, yeah. I it, see what you've it has done. given him an unnaturally long life. But yeah. cursed him somehow. Yeah, made He's him also ugly, purple now. Ugly. He's purple and ugly. Yeah, he might have been purple beforehand. And we're not gonna... We haven't said that we can rule that out because that's purplest. Yeah. Carrium right. is purple though. So yeah. it, it might have purpled them. I mean, in terms of themes, we're going to have to establish a nice colour palette. You know I love a colour palette, Shane. Yeah. We'll leave you in charge of the fonts. So on the bottom <laughs> of the screen where it says some years down the road, yeah. you're in charge of that font. Yeah. So, happy some years down the road, uh, Tex Hex, uh, Scott Glenn, has established uh, a kind of a mining town uh, a fort uh, a, a fort mesa a dead wood if you will yeah a mining town based around mining the carrium and the the people who were kind of against him have all been exiled out of the town and they live nice. outside the town now in a kind of I don't want to use the word reservation but <laughs> but that's what it's a using. reservation yeah he can use the word reservation it taps into the kind yeah. of feelings and stuff yes <clears throat> the, the slight racism of the time and then the town is left with his heavies um, some some of the people who didn't leave because they got jobs. They're like, the mine is good for us, son. Yeah, they've been conditioned. Yeah, we yeah. can live and it's not great here, but you know, man's got to make a living. That's pretty good. That's pretty Do we have any characters cool. from London in... in oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think... Well, Go on. Origin of Bravestar, I think he should probably have been born on New Texas, mm-hmm. yeah. but sent away early on. So he's like a son of New Texas. Comes back, he sponsored. Left, surely he left of his own volition. Uh, I think as along. a child, he probably left. So he's got New Texas in his blood, if you get uh, me. You see, this is why we brought in someone who this likes Westerns. brought in a Western boy. This is much better. He comes back. There is whatever intergalactic corporation wants to buy the Carrium. Yeah. Like, and he has gone working for them. They're not bad. And he's been sent in as a lawman. And he comes back. The hero's journey I see him going on is reuniting with his old friend Shaman, who would have been a bit of a father figure, who possibly helped send him away, and rediscovering his heritage. Heritage, as it were. yes. We're going to be real delicate around this, so as mm-hmm. not to offend people, because we don't want any mystical mumbo jumbo. We want a little bit of mystical mumbo jumbo. Yeah, but you don't want a lot because you're you being can't... sensitive and you're tackling this in the right way. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so it's a fine so line. So the, yeah. the, the he arrives back with yeah. his horse. Yeah, his talking horse, thirty thirty. Can I have a casting choice for that? Because I have. Okay, idea. well, I let's hold on a second. We wanted to. My original choice for Marshall Bravestar was The Rock. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I no longer agree with it. Good. I think a he's too old. Yes. He's too big. He is. There's no like there is no advantage to the rock in getting the Brave strength Star of the is bear. Very big, though. That's probably a step backwards. <laughs> <laughs> strength of the bear. Just a bear. Just one just, bear? Just a bear. Uh, so I would like to cast a Native American actor. Well, that Brave makes Star. a lot of sense. I'm, I'm... Someone from Twilight. Yeah. Do you think that guy is good enough now? The, Taylor the, Lautner. Taylor Lautner. No, from, he's not. He, he might he's be. not allowed. No, he's L- not being look, cast in this film. That's interesting, Ben. You've taken that tone 
despite supporting Robert Pattinson. Yeah. But he was also Robert Clear case of racism? (laughs) Should we get a little bell that we can ring when Ben says something racist? So anyway, who's your casting choice? The guy from American Gods. He's he's from London. Yeah. All right, okay. Yeah, that's not a bad choice, but he's the guy who plays Shadow. Has he he been in a Western? I don't know. Has a... has Taylor Lautner been Possibly. <laughs> I don't know why Adam Sandler pops up when you type in names. I know, it's weird, isn't it? It's weird. I think he's like 116th Cherokee but or something. fucking everyone is. Channing Tatum is there as a Native American actor. Yeah. Noted white man Channing Tatum. <laughs> Interestingly, the third choice along the thing... Ooh, Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa is not Native American. Well, he's Native American in the sense that he I, is native to... Or... Like, Hawaii. Yeah. Because I simply well, want to see this name American in, in credits. Go on. Boo Boo Stewart. Who was Stuart? Look at this. I think he's too young. He is definitely too young, but still. Oh, he's a handsome man. He's a handsome man. He's a handsome man. He's actually not a bad shout. Yeah, he's actually. He, yeah, he work right. Boo Boo Stewart. This. What age is he? How old is he? Uh, he's not huge. He's only one meter seventy-three. He played but he Proud Star di- in. Um, he could definitely. X-Men Days of Future Past. Oh he, yeah, okay, he's in. Yeah, and, and he, he was in the Twilight Saga. Yeah, he's in. He could definitely play a younger. Like I see this as being he's twenty-five. He's 25, that's fine. But he could be like Marshall Bravestar where he's going to... Like, Marshall Bravestar is going to show up and he's going to be that good kind of cowboy who's got a quick draw. Yeah, cowman. Contr- yeah. He's can, going to be a cocky young buck. He can control a situation. Like, he's shown up with skills and talents. Right. But he's clearly going to lose his first encounter with the Tex Hex gang. Yeah. He has because to. Because they have a little something extra. Mm-hmm. He rediscovers his past helped by shaman. Yeah. Taps into the mystical the properties of Kerium. Mm-hmm. Um, and moved from there. Ben's scrolling and showing Mick it's pictures. Very sexy. <laughs> it's just a lot of sexy pictures. Topless men. That's fine. Man. Thanks, Ben. Topless yeah. Boo Boo Stewart. So I appreciate that. I had a choice for his horse. Yes. Has anyone else given this any thought? Yes. Ben had. Ben, yeah. Go on, you want to go? John Cena. John Cena. <laughs> You're the worst. John Cena is a great shout. I'm okay with John Cena. We need comic horse. relief of some kind. I... He has been in many a modern western. I'm on board. I wanted Adam Baldwin. Oh, okay. Who, who, oh, Jane from, from Jane. Jane. Okay, from yeah, that's better. I think he would be very gruff and amusing. That's and better. cheaper than John Cena. And cheaper, and cheaper than, than, John than John Cena. Cena. And he's got exactly the right voice for it. Yeah, fair. And he has a famous relationship with a gun. Yeah. Which uh, the horse 3030 has. Yes, he's so, with his, his, his blunderbuss. Anyway, um, John Bravestar. Does he have a name? <laughs> Marshall. John, is it Marshall? Marshall? Marshall's his name? <laughs> so it's John Bravestar and, and his horse 3030 come back to take up a post as sheriff or marshal in this And he doesn't want to come back. Border town. But he's been sent there as a hotshot cadet and he doesn't want to go home because know, he left that place behind years ago. No, I think he's happy enough to come back. Happy oh, enough. Okay. Sorry. He, just, he doesn't know how bad it had gotten. Exactly. If he had known how bad it had gotten he would have come back sooner. Okay. So he comes back and So we're going to have a lot of that, are we? A little bit. Are we going to have a lot of town folk treating him mean because he didn't come back or something sooner? He's been like, you left us behind. That kind of thing? We're going to have a lot of that? No. no I, think so. I think by and large he'll be welcome back. Tits. But I mean, if you want to go the love interest route, she might be upset that he left. Well, mm-hmm. I but was that thinking, seems a bit. Yeah, I think that's a bit rude. Yeah. I was thinking that the, the judge, Judge JB. Judge JB. Have her, you seen JB? JB is the lady, the, the lady with the magic hammer. With the magic hammer. I don't know how. I think she. A gavel, surely. It's a magic gavel. Yeah, it, it is a magic gavel. She, but a, what is a gavel other than a little tiny hammer? That's why it has a special name, Shane. It's a small, tiny magic hammer. She is incredibly attractive. I don't as, know as, how a, she, as, a as a cartoon lady yeah. I don't know how she wasn't a more formative influence on me I think she might have been and I just forgot bloody those cheekbones lads I'm telling you bloody hell is it Angelina Jolie We're gonna no Angelina well Jolie. look you said um, cheekbones uh, my, my initial thought was Christina Hendricks but she might be a little She's old a little now old. Yeah. then I was thinking Jessica Chastain Ooh. but mm. which I think is a good call but mm. if we're casting Marshall Bravestar younger you'd have to go younger a judge should be older. Well, she could be an older lady. It's 2019. Yeah. We can have older female leads. I think the whole. Yeah. I think oh, the whole. A bit. I think the whole idea of it is that she. I'm not saying Helen Mirren because you've ruined that for everyone. <laughs> I've ruined fucking Helen Mirren. And I, I can't the clink. She's in the clink anyway. She can't get out. Uh, what was I saying? My my idea for the law is the law in this town is 
controlled by Tex Hex. So they've appointed someone who they think will be ineffective. And she's kind of the only one who's trying to... Like Rachel Dawes in Batman. Yeah, Rachel Dawes in Batman. Emma Stone. Emma Stone is not a bad call. I was thinking then... uh, I think Emma Stone has been in a Western, hasn't she? I think she... Well, here's my choice. Zombieland is technically a Western. This is my choice. And actually, I thought it was too young. By virtue of that one hat. Yeah. (laughs) I thought she was too young when we were going uh, for for uh, an older Brave Star. But now we're going for a younger Brave Star. She's bang on the right age. Mm -hmm. And she's been in the Western. Hayley Steinfeld. Ooh. I think she would be... I I think the judge should be an older character. Hmm? I think the judge has clearly studied law, practiced as a solicitor for a number of years. Deborah Ann Wall. Deborah Ann Wall. It doesn't, no, she doesn't have to have I, red hair. We can have wigs. I don't like Deborah Ann Wall. <laughs> Shane doesn't like Deborah Ann Wall. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, okay. You don't have she to... She cries too much. Fucking Karen Deborah Gillen. Gillen. No, not Karen Gillen. Karen fucking Gillen. No. 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 She never lasts on the prairie. Yeah, she's, she's too, too tall. Karen and fucking Gillen. She's too tall and thin. It's Hayley Steinfeld. I... Oh. It's too I young. I, look, I think the judge should be younger. Unless Mick is planning some sort of romance plot. But even... Or We're the not judge be older. romance plot, are we? We're above that. No, no, we? there's not going to be a romance plot necessarily. But Just bums on seats with a sexy lady. Yeah, uh, mm. there's a bit of that, but also a bit of, I think that, no, I think no, that they 40s. should be, I don't care. I think that <laughs> they, they should be in the, of the same generation. I don't think the judge should be a mentor to Bravestar. Not a mentor, but like, I mean, just wants to get the leg over. He doesn't have to mentor him in anything. Are you talking about the weekend now, Ben? Are you talking about Marshall Bradstone? Yeah, you hush your mouth and don't. Weekend don't hasn't ended for Ben. <laughs> there's a whole Sunday left in it, lads, and there's a bank holiday tomorrow. So anyway, <clears> the the long and short of the plot, which we have barely got to, is because we've only got about 10, we've minutes, got about left. 10 minutes left. The long and sh- short of the plot is Braystar comes back with his loyal horse. and 30-30. And he first clashes with the judge. Because Bravestar comes back with this cocksure attitude of I'm going to clean this town up. Uh, that leads to him, to Tex Hex, organising uh, an attack outside the town. For him. For No, Bravestar hears that someone is being attacked by ah, the prairie and he goes out and he's bushwhacked and he gets mauled. And it's a good action sequence. He gets mauled? He gets mauled, yeah. Are there space bears? Yeah, there's space oh! bears. He goes back to the town. He finds that the town is able to turn itself into a fortress and it's closed and he can't get in. Oh, nice. And the judge is like, oh, another one of these bloody idiots coming in thinking... Off-worlders? Can, can we call him an yeah. off-worlder? Oh. She doesn't know he's from there. That's how he meets Shaman. Shaman teaches Shaman him... Shaman him back in. No, he no, teaches him secret passages. No, Shaman lives outside the village. Shaman lives outside oh, the village. Okay, Shaman yeah. teaches him about his heritage and his past on New Texas. Something and that he remembers. He's just turned his back yeah. on a bit. Does and he get he, whooped? He kind of. Oh yeah, he gets, he gets, he a, gets a proper, proper whooping. whooping. He yeah. crawls back to the town. Yeah. I I wouldn't even think it was a terrible idea if his horse lost his arms and legs in this battle, and that's how he becomes a cybernetic horse. Jesus and fucking Christ. Wow. That might be too much. That might be so people, people don't PG like people don't like horses course. losing legs. Well, like they wouldn't get blown off. It would be like he would be injured. They just they fell say, off, did they? No, but he oh, would be injured, legs. and they would say, "Look, we can fix your horse as well." He's like, "You're fixing me as some cowpoke." Yes. yes. But then like, give us your London accent. Go on. No, I'm not the London on. accent. No. Um, so anyway, uh, he he finds out then that if Tex Hex reaches his goal. Of mining that carrium, getting a certain quantity of carrium off the planet. The planet is tied to carrium, and if you take it Climate off, climate change. Everything's yeah. going to get foobarred up. Nice. I think the planet sort of grows a certain amount of carrium. If you take too much, the planet's fucked. Exactly. There's a balance. Yeah. Yeah. So Brave Star. Climate change. Brave Star has learned this lesson. He's come back with his powers. He's realised he has to get the people of the reservation and the people of the town on board. So there's a sneaking into the town element at night. Given the message of this, I do think we could get Jason Momoa on board. <laughs> yeah. So he sneaks into the town. I'm all for an older Brave Star. He convinces the judge, who remember is on his on the side of good largely, yeah. but you know she has probably been stymied by Tex Hex, exactly. but now sees an ally. Yes. And they determine to stop this ship going off planet with the carrium, with all the carrium. Mm. And we have a big action sequence where he's riding the horse, mm. trying to catch up to the ship as the ship's taking off. The horse transforms into human shape, throws him the last little bit, 
he gets on and he goes, strength of the bear, speed of the puma. Is he actually going to say that? Oh, yeah. Oh. He has to. For those that didn't get to witness that, uh, Michael was very excited and actually had movements. Yeah, he did a little horse riding movement. He's like a little jockey. Just as a side side point here, I was talking to our good friend Jim last night and he pointed out that why does he have strength of the bear, 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 speed of the puma, puma, puma. The puma, of course, uh, also known as the cougar, Ben's favourite animal. (laughs) I'm not even going to argue with that. Ben, puma con colour, the largest of the small cats. Not the smallest of the big cats. I don't know if you know that. I didn't They're, know that. Yeah, it's a, it, they can purr and meow. Um, do, do, I did have a very odd colour joke there, will I say? Uh, talking to Jim. Made a talking point. to Jim, yes. And Jim pointed out that bears are faster than pumas. Oh, interesting. So it, and Speed also, bear. bears have very good eyesight and very good hearing. So it so could have just, just been strength of the bear, speed of the no. bear. Strengths of the bear. Strengths of the bear. There we go. <laughs> Strengths of the bear. So are we removing the other animals and Ears just giving them one? Strengths of the bear. I are assume th- the bear doesn't have better eyesight than the hawk. No, I wouldn't imagine it does. The red-tailed hawk. No, I'm I imagine. close enough to find out. <laughs> yeah. But the hawk doesn't need you to get close. He can yeah. see you coming. <laughs> they could just replace him with a bear. He's just a bear. He's just a bear. <laughs> Marshall Bear. Marshall Bear. <laughs> a new kids movie from Pixar. In, um, in the cartoon, when he gets Strength of the Bear, he always... They have this bit of stock footage where he picks up a boulder and throws it. So they use it every time he says, Strength yeah. of the Bear. We're not doing that. Boulder and throws it. We can have little throwbacks throughout the film, though, to those. We can do like little moments where we exactly copy the opening sequence. So, anyway, the, the ship, this is kind of the fun little, little reference in the end. He finally boards the ship and, you know, he's fighting through Tex Hex's minions and 3030 is helping him and the judge is helping him with their magic hammer and he gets to the to the bridge and Tex Hex is there and they have a fight to try and stop okay. him this is where the Captain America is. and he finds out when he's looking at the at the the navigational map and this is only very briefly mentioned that the ship is going to Eternia <gasps> ah. Oh yeah! <laughs> Do you oh like that? It's like a dark universe. Do you like that? Oh my god! Don't say dark universe. Don't mention that <laughs> Don't word. Mention dark. Uh, so that's it. It's just mentioned. That's the only time it's mentioned that we have to stop this ship. They have to get this ship that's to Eternia. Yeah, yeah, that's very good. You don't that's need to say. Right. You don't need to say Skeletor needs this carrium to no. put. Just it's going to Eternia. Yeah. No, I'm bored. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, win I thought, me. Thought that's you like that. Sold. Um. So Probably anyway, he sold. manages to take down the ship. Tex Hex is killed. And Marshall Braystar becomes the the sheriff of New Texas. Texas is killed. Oh yeah, yeah. He has to die. You can, don't want to. You don't want to. Does he? No. No, you don't. Yeah, want no, to, fuck it. Yeah. Die and kill him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You have to kill your proper buddies. western. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. have to kill your western villains. You can't just keep them um, forever. How how are his powers defined? Are they mystic? They're that's, kind that's of mystic, the but they come from Carrium. the carrium. They're carrion based. That's what makes yeah. Tex Hex a challenge for him because mm-hmm. he's carrion. He's got blasted, but yeah. he hasn't tapped into. Like any sort of way of the challenge. mindfulness yeah. of the carrion powers you to, yeah you have to be mm. a mindful carrion user yeah yeah, that's a responsible carrion user so that's it that's, yeah. that's you just snort um, and right a couple of questions for you go on who's Sam Elliott going to play <laughs> Sam Elliott's going to play Handlebar the barman slash uh, that'll do part time deputy solid who will Ian McShane play Ian McShane will play Scuzz uh, Tex Hex's wheel of dealing uh, kind of connection with the locals Okay, yeah, that'll okay. do. Who will Timothy Oliphant play? Timothy Oliphant will play, oh shit. One of the minions, surely. He's a great villain when he wants to. Timothy Oliphant will play, I don't know. <laughs> Timothy Oliphant will oh, play. Oh, you'll want to work that out. <laughs> <laughs> we are not signing off on this deal until we figure out. Oh, that's good. That's very threatening. <laughs> I'm not afraid of Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> he almost certainly poses no physical threat to me, but still. But still, yeah, the risk is there. Who will Timothy Oliphant play? I don't know. One of the minions. I, I, it will upset me if Timmy the Oliphant isn't a good guy like it'll ju- it just will can he be an old friend of Marshall Ravestar I think we have enough friends no we've got Shaman you gave us one Shaman friend. JB he could be the in horse. a flashback he could be a parent that gets killed could he be. could be the like are you really relegating Timmy the Oliphant to dead parent material yeah inspiration like I, I see Marshall Bravestar I see but that's why he was sent off planet yeah when Tex Hex showed up yeah that makes yeah. sense fuck's sake man Keep up. Because orphans were put in mines. Yeah. There's a sexy snake lady. Um, but yeah, Timothy Oliphant was maybe the old Marshal. And Marshal Bravestar was his son. And he's killed. Um, but like you see him kind of tidying up the place with, you know, his quick draw. And that's where yeah. Bravestar gets it. Yeah. But Bravestar needs to tap powers. into the native powers. You can have a moment of Shaman saying, you're just as good as your father, boy. Yeah. 
But the most important the experience. Done. Timothy Oliphant's <laughs> on board. <laughs> done. Yay. Okay, there we go. We've done it. Ben wrap us up there. So, ladies and gentlemen, what do you think of our Brave Star pitch? Which studio should we pitch this to? How should not we get bloody, it on board? Not bloody Fox, it'll just be in a forest. Yeah, we're not doing forest scenes. No more X-Men forest scenes. We've had enough. Uh, mutants in forests are not for us. Uh, we've had enough. We are, of course, on Instagram. We are, of course, on the L Apple Podcast, because we mm. don't do that anymore. We don't do Apple iTunes anymore, because it's not a thing. Google um, Podcast, ben. We're on Google Podcast. You can, should you feel like it, say, okay, Google, play the latest episode of Michael and Benjamin's podcast. And if you hold your phone up to my voice just there it'll do it for you um, more than that we are on Spotify if you love all your listening choices in one place check us out there um, if you want to get in touch with myself or Michael you can get in touch with us through seomrabeug.com s-e-o-m-r-a-b-e-a-g dot com we would like to give a Talk massive thank studios, you much easier to spell to our we would love to ignore that um, we would love to give a massive thank you to uh, the pedant in the corner there but also our <laughs> resident western expert who came in and gave us some much needed advice on where we could go with this particular story thank you Shane thank you very much um, hashtag podcast wanker hashtag <laughs> at, at podcast wanker if you or anyone Sounds you know better. would like to send me a mean tweet you can get in touch with Shane for all your consulting needs he knows how to cut me to the quick actually um, if anybody else would like to do some mean tweets we'll get Ben to read them all <laughs> yeah and like we can pepper in somebody else's mean tweets so cool. what's that mean review on iTunes <laughs> yeah great yeah cool so um, as always an episode. it'll just be an extra little thing do leave us all your reviews on, on iTunes and, and let us know how it's going and I'm just going to have a little cry now um, but that's it from us for this week bye yeah get, get out of here you, you fucking goddamn cowpokes <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>